bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of a judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. but not a lot of concrete solutions on how we get the job done and make our residents and our workers safe. We're doing how it do you every single it? day. I think the follow-up is, and your solution is? I just explained it. We have been in Little Village working with those street vendors, understanding what the nature of the crime is, <clears throat> making sure that we're doing things in concert with them okay. to help them uh, uh, make sure that their money is secure, not use money, if at all possible, using okay. um, other forms of transactions to take care of themselves. Heard a lot of rhetoric. So, I was on Twitter today, and I saw... Chicago's mayor, Lori Lightfoot, talking about how they were going to cut crime in Little Village. If you're familiar with Little Village in Chicago, it is one of those places in Chicago that when you go to Chicago, one of the places you avoid used to be the Jets. Those are for for you non-Chicagoans, that's called the projects. You avoided the Jets, right? And Chicago is Little Village. In Milwaukee, you would call that neighborhood like you call some places Little Beirut. Stuff like that. But then it struck me when she said at the end, we're going to go cashless. See, if you don't have cash, people can't rob you. And I thought, doesn't crime evolve the same way everything else evolved. Didn't we start robbing people and carjacking people as they were getting in their cars? And now when they start carjacking people, getting in their cars, people just walk away and you found out that you couldn't start the car because you didn't have a key fob. 
So now most cars have key fobs and they don't have keys. So you can't open the doors and do all those things. And if your battery goes out, well, you're kind of done anyway. But key fob, evolution. Now we rob people and take their phone. And if it's a woman, their purse. And if it's a guy, their keys. Because they know that's where the key fob is. And that's all great. And so I started doing some research. I started looking at what can happen if we go cashless. Now, I know, Sandra, I know you're going to call, so you may as well start calling. 833-212-1017 is the number. Black Conscience, I know you're going to call. And a few other people are going to start calling. Why? Because if we go cashless, there are so many things that can go wrong with that, especially in our community. But I want to know what you think about it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Cash allows you to be anonymous. Cash, when you read it, it says it's legal tender for all debts public, the government, or private individuals. But, you know, recently the government started talking about charging you for apps. We already charge for online, right? So if you buy something online, they now have to charge you tax. And if you buy or sell more than $600 in a particular state or county, you have to actually file for another license in that state to, to sell stuff. Just, just more ways of making money. Why? Because it's electronic. Yes, today is January 20th, Friday. It's pop-off Friday. Because I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm poor, do I have access to cashless? Well, number one, yes, I do. It's an app on your phone. Regardless of what people may think, poor people actually have smartphones. Smartphones are cheap enough to be able to own them. The problem is now you know not only where I go, but what money I have with me, how much money I have. Do you realize that if your credit card is tracked to your phone and it only works where you are. In other words, if your phone isn't in the same place as your credit card, it won't work if it's set up that way, if you travel. But if you get robbed, you just turn everything off. Well, you do know the thing that we use to turn everything off is what? Your phone. And if I steal your phone and your key fob, I've effectively blinded you in the world. The flip to that is if I want to disappear, I get rid of my phone and my key fob. But what about the poor? What about when I decide, hey, you know what? We're going to regulate how much money you get out of your account because we don't think you're able to, you know. Spend it wisely. You don't. You you can't spend it the way that we want you to spend it. What was it they did in New York? The big gulp. We we need to outlaw the twenty ounce big gulp cup or the thirty two ounce because we don't think you're worthy enough. I think they did that under the Obama administration. 
They, they wanted to get rid of cups, you know, big gulp, because we want people to eat right. So we're going to force you to not be able to buy certain things. You know, sort of like get rid of gas stoves. Been using them for over 100 years. Now all of a sudden we're going to get rid of gas stoves. Oh, okay. To go to electric with a power grid that's faulty. And if it goes out, we don't have anything. We can't eat. We can't. Okay. Which leads me to. Will a cashless society discriminate against the poor and the elderly? Those are the two groups of people that can't make cashless payments, that can't get access, that may not have Wi-Fi, that literally will not be able to pay their bills. But then it made me think, Who gets control of your life? I'm elderly and I'm poor. You have control over my money, control over who I talk to, control over who I text, control over my entire life. Next thing we know, you'll control my credit rating. Oh, by the way, Zach, your credit rating isn't high enough so you can't hold this job. What? Hey, Dr. Ken, your credit rating is too high. You can't hold this job. Like, where where will it end? Hey, Zach, your credit rating is high enough. Would you like a car? Like, I mean, we'll start selling that too. But it is one thing that I did find out that was probably more important than anything. That in doing all this research and data, and if you have a question about it, 833-212-1017, will a cashless society discriminate against black people. 833-212-1017 is the number because evidently cash ain't king. And that is Dr. Ken's truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, on this fine Friday afternoon, January 20th. 16 minutes after the hour, 833 212 1017 is the number. Before the break, we were talking about a cashless. How will a cashless society, how would it affect the black community? Would would we be able to kind of make it? Would we be able to make it through? Do we have enough access to the internet, the apps, the things that we would need in order to make it, I don't know. Black Conscience, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How's it going, brother? You call for me and I'm here. Yes, sir. I'm well, Dr. King. I'm well. And as always, did you just, in good health. Did you just change my name and call me Dr. King? 
Nope, I say Dr. Ken. Oh, okay. I was just Sometimes checking. you might hear my Chicago uh, uh, draw. Like, but I'm here to say, no, we will be, we will be very much so uh, um, being used on that. New World Order. That's all I want to say with that. Um, it's a mean of control. Mm-hmm. And heck, a lot of our a lot of our uh, brothers and sisters and low incomes can't even get the basic internet essentials that they need. So if this goes into play, it's just going to really amp up and control. Let me get out of her way. So, so the 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 way that it works with like, for instance, anybody that's poor who has access to an account, right? can can mm-hmm. can actually have like, like cash app or venmo right so one of the things i would do is be able to send you money even though no 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 i don't have any money and i don't have an account but i do have cash app and i don't have to necessarily tie cash app to an account or cash app will actually become my account well no you do have to tie that to an account well do i because for, for the yes, for the payment uh, component of it. But component. what if I don't want to? But what if I don't want to? What if what if what if you who has account with a bank uses a cash app or Venmo sends me money? I I never want to send it to a bank. I want to I want to pay in the store, and the store takes cash app. I'm good. Yeah, but if you're sending somebody cash, if you're sending somebody money through cash app and they don't have that. They're not getting that money. It's just out in, in, in uh, right. cyberspace. Right. But but I mean in terms of me not having to send it to my bank. And I think that's what the government is trying to do. So Zelle again, only works with bank again, accounts. Correct. And again, a form of new world order. It goes into their plan. And she's falling right into it by insinuating that that is the way in the future uh, because there might be some uh, money given under the table for her to promote this, but that is the most silliest thing I ever heard, especially when it comes to our uh, less unfortunate brothers and sisters. That is so very true. And at, and, at, and at some point, if I decide to slow the system down or system, make oh, sure... How about the system crash? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is is not working because there's some internet problem, some unforeseen internet problem, and you're sitting around and you're like, "Yeah, where's my money?" And it'll be a day and two before we figure it out. Isn't or it? Or they is, must. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Or they make some mistake by not sending you the correct amount, and now you can't talk to anyone anymore. And you can't you reverse can't talk it to a person. You you right. you, you, you can't, can't reverse talk to it. a person <laughs> to help you fill it is all automated. <laughs> And when they when you finally do get the round to actually plus zero, if you want to talk to operator, you're sitting on there for uh, six hours. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll hurt Only the to, poor. To call back tomorrow. It will definitely hurt. It will crush them. But that's the part of the plan. But don't uh, the poor don't don't people that are that are um, on welfare people that that get the car don't don't aren't they already using plastic? Yeah, and that's that's. That's how they're easing them in. That's exactly how they're easing them in. It starts with that, and now it's trickling to other uh, means, other streams. And, you know, we're thinking it's the great idea, greatest idea ever made, and it's not because it's not going to benefit you whatsoever.
Mm. But it's not going to be that's not going to be true for all because the billionaires they're still going to have their money. Everybody ain't going to be doing these transactions like this legally or illegally. Money is still going to be the root of all evil. And that's just my, you know, I that's my two cent and it ain't, it ain't worth a lot to people but it is it's gold to me. All right. With that being said, live righteous Milwaukee, stay black, stay strong, keep moving along. 8332121017 is the number. So I'm looking at the Federal Depositors Insurance Corporation who in, who insures banks in 2017 had a national survey that said 14.1 million adults, 6.4 million children have absolutely no banking connection. That's called unbanked. The FDIC, or the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, reports as well that 18.7 of all households in the U.S. have at least one account at an insured institution, but also depend on services outside a banking institution. You know, just like the underbanked, such as, you ready? Payday loan stores, money orders, pawn shops, pawn shop loans, check cashing services, and other intermediate payments where the fees are ridiculous. So we already know that all those things are starting to change because the federal government wants to come in and start taxing things and tracking things. So now people are telling you, well, the only way they're going to pay you is electronically. Like the only way you can get your money back is through a card that they can track, that they gave back. So here's my issue. If it's too expensive to be poor, too expensive to own a phone, too expensive to get access to Wi-Fi because cities don't have free Wi-Fi, and you go cashless, you realize gift giving of stuff like cash, which is pretty common, would literally come to an end. And if cash disappears or really comes close to disappearing, individuals with decreasing access or means to pay for stuff will become second-class citizens. Thirty percent of people here don't use credit cards. Thirty percent. You go to lines and it says check out card credit card only. Credit card only, credit card only, check out credit card only, debit card only. Then what? Now the real cruel thing about this, right? Cash coming out of your pocket hurts. If I gotta stand up and count out. 20, 30, 40. If I got to count it, I'm going to be mad. Because I'm not giving you my like hard-earned money. That's rough. But a debit card or credit card? Yeah, don't really think about it. Yeah, just kind of pass it. Nah, no big deal. Only to find out later you're paying through the nose. Or you overspent. You know, because you spend what, like, what's your... Zach, you you got a you got a um, budget for your lunch? Like, do you have a lunch budget every day? No, but I should. <laughs> Let me guess. You use a debit card or credit card, and you just go out and buy it, and you don't really think about how much it costs. 
Yeah, I mean, well, I was lucky enough to get some, like, gift cards for, like, down here, so I've been using those lately, and even then, like, I haven't been checking how much is left on there. And so you can spend upwards of 20, 30 bucks a day. Easily. Right. That plus inflation, and we're talking about overspending by at least 30 to 40% every day. I try to budget myself. Notice I said try. No, I do budget myself. Sometimes I break it. Sometimes I didn't. Today I didn't break it. I spent $12.61 at Panera. But I got a $15 budget all day on lunch. I had to. Like the only way to diet and eat less is to not have access to money so you don't eat more. 833-212-1017 is the number. We got calls. We got talking texts. We got traffic, weather, and sports up next. When we get back, May, Sandra, we'll holler at you. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Cashless. I'm going cashless. No money. No money whatsoever. So next time somebody comes to you say, hey dad, can I have $20? Be like, nope, I don't have it. Like literally. No one does. Like, how do you even count money now? And if you're not, if you're a kid and you're not going to school and learning how to count money. Can you imagine what would happen if you don't know simple math? Oh, no, no, no. You don't understand the numbers. No, no. It's, it's, only, it's, it's, only, it's, only, it's only three zeros. It's supposed to have four. So it's only three zeros. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you count that many decimal points. All that. Just basic math. Basic addition and subtraction. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 of truth. Would being cashless work for you? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go cashless all the time. Okay. When, when, when did you go? a long time. Really? A long time. Because okay. um, I always had my check deposit in... Uh, my account, and then I got a card, and I always used the card. The only time I I would take some money if I'm going on vacation, I take a little bit, and then once I get to a bank, I don't worry about it. But um, I know what you're saying because I saw, too, like in China, I'd be watching them, and they do everything with that card. Hmm. You so, ever notice that? Yeah, yeah. But then I got a couple questions for you then. Okay, go ahead. You ready? So you tell me if you agree with this. I'll I'll give you one advantage and one disadvantage. All right. This is an advantage. You agree. Okay. Yes or no? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Agree or disagree? One major advantage for going cashless is a significant reduction in crime. Yes. Okay. Uh, you going to ask me another one? Disadvantage. A cashless society would not be good for everybody. According to Access Cash report published before the pandemic, up to one in five citizens could be left behind after a transaction to digital only transactions. Agree or disagree? Uh, I agree. Okay. Uh, when people are handling less cash, bank robberies, burglaries, and corruption drops. You agree or disagree? I agree. Okay. And finally, disadvantage. Elderly people may be less comfortable with tech and less able to make the switch from physical currency to digital currency. Elderly people will be less comfortable at the beginning. Well, you know, a lot of them don't trust electronic stuff, right? Right. Yeah. They won't see it. They want to touch it. Like, like I know people that, that still think of the internet as the actual computer. You know, my mother-in-law calls mm-hmm. it, you know, it's on the computer. Well, actually, it's on the Internet or it's on a website, mm-hmm. right? They don't. Yes. Many people don't understand that the computer is the conduit to the Internet. Everything that you want isn't just on the computer. Uh-huh. So I think the older people would be less comfortable. Okay. Yeah. All right. But like I said, I do it. I mean. I mean, I'm 74 this year, so congratulations! I, you got to keep keep the brain running some somehow. Yeah, count your money. That, that's a good way to do it. Hey, look, Doctor Kim, remember in um, my time, shoot, we 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 had to remember phone numbers, everything. Yep, I sure do. And, okay. and wait, 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 wait! You remember when you wanted okay, to call somebody? When you wanted to call somebody? Uh-huh. And and you wanted to talk to them, you actually had to wait for them to come home because you didn't have a thing called a answering machine? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we had a phone booth. If you had one close to your house, you know, I was on the in, corner, wherever they put it. I was in Honolulu, Hawaii last week. My wife and I walked past a phone bank. There were literally 10 phones across they were all rusted they were all old (laughs) they were all just sitting there and i was like wow i remember what those used to be my children have no idea what phone booths are well i we do we can just hey we can tell them to look it up (laughs) and you know something else we didn't have what's that and we did we didn't have those you know those bus stops where you had to like the little oh please stop, stop 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 they might they might they might melt we got to have a little shelter <laughs> for them the little the little poo poos yeah, with the sun the and the the cold weather all we had is an umbrella and if it worked right right and shovel snow I mean walk to school it was nothing you know I walked from Tenth and Burl out of Rufus King. It's on, it's, and it's really when the buses went on strike, when the buses went on strike, I walked from 10th and Burleigh to uh, Highland, 24th and Highland, because I was going to West Division. Wow. Yeah. 
So, hey. Now you can't get them to walk to the alley to take out garbage. Oh, better give them the car keys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to Have you a later. good weekend. You too. Bye. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody getting in the car in the garage, backing down to the, to the, well, I'm, well, you know, if you're rich enough and your, your garbage pickup is a half a mile away, that's okay. Right. Quarter mile away. Okay. But you in Milwaukee, it's not. Can you imagine getting in your car, taking the, first, first of all, where would you put the garbage? You can put it on top of the car and then back up, put it on a hood. Like now your car smells like garbage. Wow. I think in the five o'clock hour, we got to start talking about some of the dumb things people have done (laughs) and lived to talk about it. And I mean lived as in they weren't laughed out of the universe, but I digress. Another advantage, biometrics, where individual physical and behavioral characteristics are measured and analyzed, making copying and fraud increasingly difficult. Do you really want somebody tracking you like that? And what about your doppelganger? You, you know what a doppelganger is, right? Okay. What, what if, you know there's somebody in the world that looks like you. Yeah, there was a couple in Milwaukee. There was actually a story where a guy got arrested because he fit the other guy. And they put them together, and they actually did look alike. And they were two completely individual people. Another one says innovations such as embedded microchips, near-field communication, NFC technology, AVS, address verification service, digital wallets, geolocation, artificial intelligence payment systems will all continue to strengthen security around cashless transactions until it don't work. And then it won't matter. I don't know. 833-212-1017. They said... Spending cash definitely hurts more, and indeed, the psychology of using plastic you don't feel or notice as much. And then he said, wow, Miss Sandra's so funny, and I agree, a lot of the elderly would, would or don't feel comfortable with electronic or cashless transactions. Probably because they can't see the transaction, right? It's not like you're in a store and you see somebody ring something up. When was the last time you've seen any, when was the last time you've seen a real cash register? Like everything does it for you, adds it up for you. It just tells you how much it costs. We are dumbing down this society so bad. We are dumbing down this society so bad. And I just wonder are we giving away so much and our and our our are our school systems thinking our kids are so lax that they're not well they don't really need to know who was the idiot that stopped teaching kids how to use script use signature to sign their name technology makes you so Dependent that eventually you lose your way. But here's another one before we go to break. Rural communities could also be left vulnerable because 
poor broadband and mobile connectivity. People with low income or debt tend to find cash easier to manage as well. Your thoughts, 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, um, there's a guy, what was it, FTX or FXT? or Well, it really doesn't matter because, you know, his digital money disappeared. The So many billions of dollars he had turns into air, and now they can't find the billions. They found him, and the coin is gone. So we talk about new ways of breaching established security systems, but what about when the person doing the security system does the breaching? More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to truth in the afternoon. Now that's how your Friday should be, right? Just chill. 833-212-1017 is the number. I've been tussling with whether or not I should go a hundred. Like I can't remember. I used money when I was in Hawaii. That's the last time I remember using cash. Before that, I don't remember the last time I used cash. Because everything I do, I either use my phone or a card, and that's it. Like, now I wish they were able to push my new card. Instead of, like, giving me a physical card, push it to my phone. Like, let me verify, yes, this is me, and then they push it to my phone, and then it goes into my wallet, and I'm done. Because the part that I don't like is having to figure out how to get the new card. And do you remember everything that you set your card to pay for, right? All the apps that you use, that you pay, buy food with, that has your debit card or credit card in it. Do you remember which ones until you go to use it and then the card is wrong? And so now you got to sit here and figure out, okay, so how am I going to do this? Or... You could do what? Just push it to my phone and it pops up and it's done. And I put in a code or you call me or whatever or do voice analysis. I mean, you track everything else about me digitally. You may as well track my voice too. And I actually have one of those accounts that tracks my voice. So if I'm not the one calling, not even a recording, it has to be my voice. Then it unlocks. That's scary. That scares me. And I don't know what I'm going to do about that. What would you do? 833-212-1017 is 
the number. Well, it's Friday. Looking at the TMJ4.com, off-duty Milwaukee police detective arrested for sexual assault, police say. A off-duty sworn member, um, an off-duty Milwaukee police detective was arrested for sexual assault Thursday night. Milwaukee police say they're investigating a sexual assault investigation that occurred around 12.30 a.m., near Water and Buffalo. Police said an off-duty MPD member was arrested regarding a sexual assault allegation. Members on full suspension. According to the arrest record, the detective was taken into custody early Thursday morning. In the report, officers say an unnamed woman claimed the detective slapped her on the buttocks and then reached under her clothing and squeezed her buttocks, and she felt the back of the detective's hand touch her vaginal area. The report says that the woman had a panic attack had to be escorted outside. During an interview with the police, officer on the scene said the woman was shaking and crying during their interview. The detective was released on a $250 cash bail. Really? Anyway, um, Thursday morning, $250. $250. The DA is going to file formal charges or not, it's up to them. They're going to be looking at it and see. And if they have probable cause, they'll, they'll, uh, you know, if they have the evidence they need, they'll charge them. And if they don't, they won't. And that's that. Of course, every human being arrested and or charged is innocent until proven guilty. But as if that's not enough, hours before that, an off-duty MPD Member, Milwaukee Police Department, was arrested in the 3700 block of West Miller Lane just before 11 p.m. on Wednesday regarding a battery allegation. The member is on administrative duty, and an investigation is ongoing. So, yeah, that's one of those things. Unfortunate, but just like any other person, if they're not found guilty, they're not. And they are presumed innocent until proven guilty just because they're a law enforcement officer. Probable cause can get anybody arrested. But you need to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt to get convicted. So. All right. 833. I thought that bail was kind of low. $250 bail. What's that about? Um, 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm going back to technology as we as we come to the end of this hour coming. I don't want to leave a digital footprint. I don't want everybody knowing where I'm going. That's why I'm going in Ben Jammin's phone and I'm going to switch out his phone and take his SIM card and put it in mine. Have people think I'm him and then just roll. Or put his put his phone on a plane to. Nicaragua or something, and they'll be like, where's Ben? I'm like, I don't know. I remember one time I went somewhere. I forgot my phone, left my phone at home, went to the store, went to use my debit card. My debit card wouldn't work. Went to use another card, wouldn't work. Luckily, I had some money in my pocket, and I was able to use it and pay cash. Because otherwise, there, there was absolutely no way I could pay because my phone 
was not with my wallet in the same location. And just so you know, laid back L.A. said cops is whack. So do you say that about the people who commit crimes who are not cops? I doubt it. I think that makes you whack. Come on, laid back L.A. Come on. Everybody gets the benefit of the doubt. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm I'm tracking me while I go to the store, what I buy, ads that pop up when I'm when I'm on the internet. It's it's starting to press me now. I'm starting to get to a point where I just delete everything. I don't I don't want to be bothered. I don't I don't want to be with anything. And I think it's unfortunate because the amount of time that you spend looking at things on, online, searching things on your phone, and people are tracking you. Now when I buy things, you track me then as well. Everywhere I go. If you don't want me to spend it, I mean, can you imagine if I don't want Ben Jammin to spend some money, I could actually like put a hold on his account and he wouldn't know it. Tell Zach that he can only spend five dollars for lunch and it stops. Then what? Then what do we do? And when it fails, you're just out of luck. We used to cry about having cash at home because the banks might fail. We're we're way past that. We've allowed the bank to take over things in our lives that we we never should have had people take over. And now they just attract everything that you do. They track and attract everything that you do. And it's unfortunate because you have no way of stopping it unless you literally, literally go off the grid. Cut up your credit cards, your debit cards, demand cash. But what about when the bank decides they don't want to give you any more cash? When the bank decides you've used up your cash allotment, you now have to go cashless. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I like having both. Will we be a hundred percent cashless? No, I don't think so. I don't think we'll ever be 100% cashless. Not not because younger people will want it or not because older people won't want it. It's because we don't have the money and we don't have the infrastructure to go 100% cashless. Because that means that I don't need a key for my house or my car. You can use facial recognition. But then what are you going to do? To rob me, you'd have to cut off my head. (laughs) 